When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Are we good? Good morning, everyone, and welcome into Wake and Take. It's your boy, Jason, and we have some football to talk about today. We've got some news to break down, and then we have some Thursday night football to preview as well. So all that and more coming up on Wake and Take. Pull out your coffee. Let's get it. Literally no idea what happened. Sorry about that. (coughs) The coffee went down the wrong tube. Awful, what is going on with the beginning of this show, guys? My God, I am sorry. <coughs> Woo! It is a morning. Your coffee. Pull out your coffee, Gooner. Did I not say coffee? Are we are we doing that bad this morning? Jeez, rough one. But uh, we, uh, you know, we're just going to talk about football. We're just going to go on through it. We've got some news. The first thing, Tua Tunga Viola, he has received the most Pro Bowl votes in the NFL per the fans' voting selection. He received 59,000. 980 votes, so he will be representing the AFC as their quarterback. So, so a little clap for Tua Tungabella, who's had a great season, a fun little season. I would say mostly on the backs of Tyreek Hill, but still good for him. The fans love him. The Dolphins love him. And he's had a really, really good season. Also, I will say, yes, the rabbit is to blame this morning. Anthony says, no rabbit to blame today. Well, this fella while we were recording yesterday's episode, chewed through my Ethernet cable. So I am not Etherneted up today. We are Wi-Fi, and that's why you can kind of see it. Sorry for pointing it out, but you've got like a, a little half a second delay there. Uh, but yeah, the rabbit. The rabbit has ruined things. I should have a new Ethernet cable today. I ordered it from Amazon with some one-day shipping, but we'll see. But we'll see. December 7th is the day that will live in infamy. This is true, Dakota. You know, history just repeats itself. It's a flat circle. So Tua Tonga Viola, most Pro Bowl votes, good season for him, makes some sense. Congratulations to him. Josh Dobbs, we talked about a little bit yesterday how the Vikings were going to probably announce him the starter, but we want to keep our eye on it. It is official. Josh Dobbs will be the starter this week. And it just makes sense as this will now be the first week with Justin Jefferson back. You've got to give the Pastronaut at least one chance with a full arsenal of weapons before turning away from him. Now, again, the leash is pretty short, I would say, just given the fact that they were thinking about it anyway. But going forward, it still makes sense to roster Jaron Hall and Nick Mullins at least one more week just to see how Josh Dobbs does with all of his weapons. Next, we have some Trevor Lawrence updates, who, of course, we saw had this high ankle sprain. Well, well, this high ankle sprain, as we talked about, he is probably going to be starting or not probably going to be starting. There is a chance that he will be starting this week as he feels like he can play through it. We've seen some precedent with this already last season with uh, Patrick Mahomes playing through his high ankle sprain. So it's definitely still possible that Trevor Lawrence is playing this weekend, even though he has a high ankle sprain. He had an interview about it yesterday, and he was just talking about how thankful he is that it wasn't that serious of an ankle injury and that he is feeling a lot better. And I mean, he looks good in the interview. I'm going to be honest with you. If you go check it out, I mean, spirits seem high. 
Uh, he, he's standing fine. He wasn't limping around or anything. So it's looking like he'll be playing. Again, if I'm the Jaguars, I'd like to sit him one more week and potentially two because they have a gauntlet of defenses the next two weeks and I wouldn't want to risk it. But they are still in jeopardy of losing their number one seed in the AFC South. So they want to be able to clinch their division. And so it makes sense wanting to throw Trevor Lawrence out there. I just, I don't know. I feel like I would at least not throw him out there against the Browns. But, you know, sometimes that's what NFL teams do. They don't do the smart decision. They just want to have their players at full strength. The next thing we have is Dawson Knox. He is returning from IR this week. He's been designated to return. He will be back this week. Now, I did want to go ahead and point out he did nothing before his injury. Let's go ahead and tell you his receiving yards totals. Three receptions for 25 yards, three receptions for 10 yards, one reception for 11 yards, one reception for 12 yards, three receptions for 17 yards, three receptions for 17 yards, and one reception for 10 yards. That's right. He didn't have a single game this season in seven weeks over 25 yards and only had one game with 10 fantasy points and it was dead on it was three receptions for 10 yards and a touchdown Dawson Knox you don't have to go clamoring to pick up in fact I would go ahead and say if the window slightly opens even if it's just half an inch open to get Dalton Kincaid because the Kincaid manager is maybe worried about Dawson Knox returning go pay up for Dalton Kincaid. I really don't think that this is going to be that big of a deal. If anything, Dawson Knox will catch a touchdown pass. But again, you look at his game logs from this season, and it's just not great. He hasn't demonstrated any ceiling at all. So I think Dalton Kincaid is going to be fine, and I don't really think Dawson Knox is going to be that relevant rest of season. Some other news we have for you guys is Deontay Foreman. Deontay Foreman has, uh, you know, returned to practice. He, he's going to be back this week. Uh, he has been practicing all week. We, he missed, uh, you know, the past couple games or a game and a half for him. Uh, but I did want to point this out as he's actually taking the first team reps over Khalil Herbert. Uh, Deontay Foreman is taking handoffs right now from Justin Fields at practice, whereas Khalil Herbert is taking handoffs from Tyson Badgett. I also want to talk about this because it is unclear what's going to go on with Roshan Johnson. Again, this is a very crowded backfield. And now with the return of Deontay Foreman and the legs that Justin Fields has in, in terms of the running game, uh, it's just something to, to you know take away some volume and make it hard to believe in any Chicago Bear running back, especially one that isn't even the starter now. It's looking like Deontay Foreman is going to be that RB1 this week if, he, if things work how the practice is. He's practicing with the first team. He'll probably be out there with the first team. Another running back injury update is the Seahawks running backs as both Jack Sharp, Zach Charbonnet and Kenneth Walker are not practicing this week. They've both had DMPs all week. It is looking like both of them will miss this week with their respective injuries. I want to go ahead and get ahead of this and say pick up Kenny McIntosh and I guess DJ Dallas, but I'm mostly focusing in on Kenny McIntosh. DJ Dallas will probably get the most volume, but he's just a plotter. He does not get much done and he has almost no ceiling. Kenny McIntosh at least has some receiving prowess and could potentially turn into, you know, something in a PPR league. And you might be able to start him confidently at some point. So I'm going to take my speculative ad on Kenny McIntosh before I pick up DJ Dallas when I see these entry news. Is not too worried about uh, getting a guy who at most is going to get you 12 points. Now, another injury update we have for you guys is Darren Waller. Darren Waller is not expected to return this week. Uh, he was eligible to. He's had his stint on the IR long enough. 
but he still does not feel 100%. He said yesterday to reporters that he expects to return next week, so that would be week 15 for Darren Waller, which would be fine, which would be fine, and would probably help out the Giants. I mean, we've been seeing Tommy DeVito play a lot better the past few weeks, and uh, they have just no weapons in New York. So seeing Darren Waller, who had started to at least do something, of course, we still never saw any ceiling from him, but we still saw a decent floor, a couple okay performances before this injury. He could bounce back into something fine. If he was dropped, I'm definitely picking him back up, especially if I'm in the playoff hunt. You never know what could happen. And if he ends up being something in championship week, semifinals week, that's not that bad, especially for someone who might be able to get for free right now. So Darren Waller looking like he'll be back in week 15. And finally, the last update I have for you guys before we preview this Thursday night football game is Hayden Hurst. And I just wanted to say, uh, really just all thoughts and prayers go out to Hayden Hurst and his family. He has been out the last few weeks with, with what was only diagnosed as a concussion. But yesterday it came out from Hayden Hurst's dad that he has actually picked up what's called post-traumatic amnesia, which is basically a super mega epic concussion. Uh, he has basically... Uh, lost memory function, lost some motor function, and also can potentially, depending on his severity, we haven't received how severe this post-traumatic amnesia is, but there's still a possibility he doesn't know his name, he doesn't know where he is, he doesn't know what date it is, and this was a hit that happened almost a month ago on November 9th against the Bears. So these head injuries are terrifying for NFL players to deal with, and my heart just can only go out to Hayden Hurst and his family as this is a tough one to recover from. He is out indefinitely now as they have no idea what the timetable to return from this type of injury is. And it varies from person to person to person. So very scary freak injury going on right now for Mr. Hurst. Wish him the best in his recovery. Uh, and again, and it just again, as an overarching point, I mean, the NFL really does need to do something about these concussions because it's just only getting worse and we have no answers for it. Uh, we need to figure out something because when, you can't ruin players' lives like this, uh, especially when the when the probability is high that they pick up these head injuries over their career. So again, heart goes out to Hayden Hurst. Wish him the best in his recovery. Hopefully we could see him on the football field next season. Or, you know, if he just chooses not to, wish him the best in whatever else he decides to do going forward. But again, hope he can recover fast. So that is all the news I have for you guys. Let's go ahead and play a quick little ad break from our friends over at let's just do the ffpc as we're now heading into playoff week over there hey you know people always ask me what's the world series of fantasy what's the super bowl of fantasy and it's easy it's the ffpc their signature players championship has a six million dollar prize pool and their best ball leagues start in february and they're the answer to so many questions. Hey, what's the best place to get a Dynasty Orphan? Well, you can adopt a Dynasty Orphan at the FFPC right now. There's more orphans at the FFPC than anywhere else on the internet. That's why we partner with them. So if you want to play fantasy football for low, medium, high stakes, you love Dynasty, you love best ball, you love seasonal leagues, all types of fantasy footballers need to go to the FFPC and remember... Use promo code UNDERWORLD. Promo code UNDERWORLD gets you $25 off your first team. Promo code UNDERWORLD, $25 off your first team, no matter what the format is, at the FFPC. Go get it. All right, guys. Make sure you go sign up for that FFPC with that player code. You'll get $25 off your first team. You can get a $35 orphan team for $10 
doesn't get much better than that. Great leagues over at FFPC. Interesting formats and rules, but still some really great stuff and a fun way to stay engaged in Dynasty, especially as those people put so much money into their team. You really, you rarely see these leagues fall apart, uh, and that's actually a guarantee they have over at the FFPC is that they will keep it going. So let's go ahead and talk about tonight's game. I don't even want to call it a football game. We have the Patriots versus Steelers tonight, and I don't know. I don't know if you could have a worse primetime game. I'm going to be honest here. This is just awful. I, I Patriots Steelers. In fact, Mitchell Trubisky Steelers versus Bailey Zappy Patriots. I don't, I, it's, it's not going to be fun, guys. It is not going to be fun. And Vegas agrees with us there in the fact that the total for this game is only 30 points. And I see 30 and it's like, wow, that's really low. I still might take the under in this game. I am not expecting much to be scored at all in this one. I legit think that this could finish 6-0 to zero again, as it did last week with the Chargers Patriots. I really don't expect a lot of points to be scored uh, at all. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you guys, I'm probably not going to watch this one. I am probably just going to enjoy my Thursday night not watching football because I can't bring myself to watch this game really at all. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. I'll probably tune in every once in a while and catch the highlights, of course. But man, I am not watching this one. Uh, it's not It's not going to be great. The Steelers are favored by six. I'm going to say the Patriots cover. I don't think that the Steelers are going to be able to win by a touchdown because I'm not expecting a lot of points to be scored. So I'm going to go with the under and I'm going to say the Patriots cover. <coughs> <coughs> Sorry. Uh, <coughs> One quick injury update regarding this one. Of course, we have Mitchell Trubisky starting, so Kenny Pickett is out. But uh, Najee Harris had not been practicing all week. He popped on the injury report on Tuesday with a knee injury. He is expected to play tonight, so it should be Najee Harris and Jalen Warren again. If you want to, you know, bet against the health of Najee Harris, you could maybe use some Jalen Warren in your DFS lineups or something tonight. Uh, but to uh, so to talk about that, we have the Patriots. Their defense right now is allowing the six most points to quarterbacks, the 15th most points to running backs, 21st most points to wide receivers, and fourth most points to tight end. So if anything, Pat Fryermuth's going to have a tough game and probably Mitchell Trubisky as well. Um, but the running backs and the wide receivers here on the Steelers should at least get you there in PPR format. So still start up your George Pickens, your Deontay Johnsons, and probably both Najee Harris and Jalen Warren. I'm not worried about it too much. They might not get you touchdowns, but I think they'll at least get you a floor, get you those 10 points today, uh, and it'll be fine. And then if they are one of the Steelers who score a touchdown, then you're even happier. So uh, I do want to point out Funko Toronto on Instagram says that Trubisky has a higher TD percentage than Pickett this season. This is actually true. Pickett has not had a great season. And we've been saying the one stat every single night or every single episode this week that uh, Mitchell Trubisky threw a touchdown on Sunday. That was something that Kenny Pickett hasn't been able to do since week nine. So, you know, there's still some ceiling here. Trubisky even came out and said he's going to, you know, let it loose. He's going to play dangerous or whatever, uh, which is fun, at least for the wide receivers in fantasy football. But I think that also means it's fun for the Patriots defense. And then on the other side of things, I think the Steelers defense as well, who have been phenomenal, especially at getting to the quarterback. Like TJ Watt, I mean, he's having a career year right now, so that's going to be fun to watch. I think Bailey Zappi is going to have a very, very tough time uh, with no weapons. Now Ramondre's out. I don't think Ezekiel Elliott's going to get much on the ground. In fact, I would not say to start Ezekiel Elliott 
if you're in a pinch, you can. If you're in PPR leagues, I think you can maybe in flex if it's a bit deeper, but I would almost stay away from him here. I really think that the Patriots in particular are going to struggle on this one. I think the Steelers win and the Patriots cover, as I said earlier, uh, but uh, just not expecting a lot of points to come from any Patriots player on offense really at all. If it is anyone, it's going to be Zeke maybe getting you there in PPR leagues from a few dump offs in the backfield. But the Steelers defense as a whole, they're giving up the seventh most points to quarterbacks, the 19th to running backs, 17th to wide receivers, and 14th to tight ends. So they're about middle of the pack to everything except the uh, quarterback position. So definitely not starting up Bailey Zappi again. I think TJ Watt is going to keep him under duress tonight. Uh, but you can maybe start. I'm not going to start any Patriots wide receiver or tight end. Hunter Henry, maybe. Maybe Hunter Henry. Uh, but again, it's just going to be tough. We do see uh, Anthony say you might have to start Zeke, but if you don't have to, I wouldn't. That's a good point. Yeah, if you have to start Zeke, you're starting him. But I think if you have anyone, anyone, like uh, I might start like a Tyler Algier, Joshua Kelly type running back over Ezekiel Elliott tonight. Just I'm not expecting a lot to be done. But. Speaking of all of that, we've talked about the game a little bit, talked about some expectations in terms of how the defense handles certain positions. Let's go ahead and show you my DFS lineup and my underdog ticket tonight. Here is the DFS lineup. And where's my underdog ticket? Load in. Uh, here we go. I went with the Patriots defense in the captain spot and then threw the Steelers defense in there as well. I will say this. I feel like I want the Steelers to captain, but I couldn't do both. I couldn't. The Steelers were more expensive than the Patriots defense, so I couldn't have the Steelers defense as captain and the Patriots in there. With these other skill positions, I might go ahead and swap Najee Harris for Jalen Warren and do the defense swap. I think that that'll be enough. I was only a couple hundred away from being able to do that. So I think we're going to do that. We're going to say Steelers defense captain, George Pickens, Ezekiel Elliott, Pat Fryermuth, Jalen Warren, and then the Patriots defense down at the bottom. I want to make sure both defenses are started. And I think the uh, potential ceiling you could get if a defense scores a touchdown here is just going to be massive. That I do think if you get it right in terms of who your captain is, then you're going to be pretty happy. And these players I chose because I think George Pickens is going to be able to get you there. I think Pat Fryermuth is going to be able to get you there in PPR. I might swap Ezekiel Elliott too, if I'm being honest. But I just I'm looking at who will actually get some points here in PPR leagues, and those are the players I went with. Uh, it, it's it's an interesting lineup for sure. Not not expecting too much here, but I wanted to make sure the defenses were put in. And then here is my underdog ticket for tonight: uh, five bucks for two hundred. As I get a little pepper on the Bailey Zappi higher than 0.5 fumbles loss. So I think Bailey Zappi is going to get sacked by TJ Watt and then fumble, and someone's going to pick it up on the Steelers. I also believe that Alex Highsmith is going to get a sack. As you see, I have him higher than 0.5 sacks. And then to the offensive side of the ball, I just went with some yardage totals here. George Pickens, basically 40 yards. I think that that's going to be easy for him to reach today. Pat Fryermuth, 27 and a half. I know we talked about the Patriots being good against tight ends, but that just feels low for a guy that had over 100 yards just a couple weeks ago. And then Hunter Henry as well, 22 and a half receiving yards. Again, low receiving total. I think that could happen on one play for Hunter Henry. Uh, so, yeah. That's my underdog ticket. Someone here asks, would you start the Steelers defense or the Texans defense? I might go with the Steelers defense if I'm going to be honest with you here. I'm really expecting some turnovers tonight. I really, I, I'm, I, the Steelers defense, I think is going to make some, some true noise tonight. I think it'll be fun. So those are my underdog tickets, my DFS plays and all the news. Let's go ahead and get into your questions over here on YouTube. 
Um, Dakota says, just remember that most nights there are no, there's no football. At least tonight we get something that resembles football. This is true. This is true. We at least have some football coming tonight. So like I said, I'll tune in every once in a while, but there's no way this thing is getting my undivided attention. I think that the, it is just going to be too hard to watch. Maybe like decorate for Christmas or something while it's in the background. I don't know, but I'm definitely not getting engaged for this one. I just, I just can't do it. Um, let's see. Dakota, you have to start Zeke. You're hoping for 10 points. I think that he can get you there in PPR. 10 feels just about right. Um, let's see. Two teams have given up less than 50 points since week nine, the 49ers and the Patriots. Wow. I mean, that's a really good stat for the 49ers considering they've been playing some offenses. Um, it's cold and windy in Pittsburgh today. Might be less scoring. I, yeah, like I said, I'm taking the under on this 30. That just feels really, really high uh, for a team, for a game with a really bad offenses and some pretty decent defenses on both sides. Would you start Josh Downs over Deontay? Um, in full PPR, I think, I don't know. I think I might go with Deontay still. I, Mitchell Trubisky likes Deontay Johnson. That's something that's true. And Deontay Johnson was the one who caught his touchdown pass yesterday. So while I don't expect a lot of points to be scored in PPR formats, Deontay Johnson is still someone that should be started. I think he'll at least get you like five receptions, maybe up to 60 yards with a potential for touchdown. I think it'll be fine in terms of that floor. Let's see. Would you start Rasheed Rice? Adam Thielen, Drake London, or Tajay Spears? Let's go with Rasheed Rice. Let's go with Rasheed Rice. Uh, would you hang on to Michael Wilson or pick up Parker Washington or Jalen Hyatt off waivers for free? I might take the flyer on Jalen Hyatt, see if you have someone else to drop maybe, because Michael Wilson should be returning, returning this week, if not next week. Uh, and I do think he'll be fine. I do think Kyler Murray will end up liking him at some point. So I think that I'd like to hold on to Michael Wilson, but I do like the potential flyer on Jalen Hyatt especially just for this one week, because we saw a massive breakout party for Jalen Hyatt uh, going into their bye week. If they've used this bye week to self-scout and adjust and make Jalen Hyatt uh, really a part of their game plan, I think that he could make some noise rest of season. So I do like the little speculative ad on Jalen Hyatt for one more week to see if he can repeat. Would you bench George Pickens or Garrett Wilson? Uh, yeah, I would bench Garrett Wilson uh, with Justin Jefferson returning. Garrett Wilson, just uh, we've got Zach Wilson coming back. Um, and they're playing a, a, the, the Texans, who Derek Stingley has been playing really, really well the past three weeks. So it's going to be another tough game for Garrett Wilson this week. So I, I would go with Pickens over Garrett Wilson. And especially, you say, with Justin Jefferson returning, you've got to make sure you start Justin Jefferson. Cool. I believe that is every single question. So thank you all so much for tuning in. This was yet another episode of The Wake and Take. And you guys were yet another great audience. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope to see you all tomorrow on the Player Profiler YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at 10 a.m. Eastern. I'll see you all then. Have a terrific Thursday and a wonderful rest of your week. Try not to enjoy tonight's game too much as it's going to be a fun one. Peace.